Thank you so much, Ambassador. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Thank you, John. Appreciate the opportunity to talk about this important program. Okay. Now, PIPFA recently celebrated 20 years of existence. Congratulations. Thank you. Of the 25 countries and more, what are some of the biggest wins for Uganda? Yeah, it's been a fantastic uh, result of this program. Uh, we're celebrating uh, 20 years since uh, its beginning uh, around the world. Uh, the program has operated in over 55 countries, actually, and saved hmm. 25 million lives. Here in Uganda, uh, there are currently 1.4 million Ugandans receiving support through PEPFAR, uh, either prevention services or treatment services as well with antiretrovirals. And we estimate that saved over 600,000 lives. Okay. So do we have any challenges? Well, I think we've accomplished a lot. Uh, We've been able to, again, reach a lot of people to receive treatment, uh, prevention services as well. Uh, we've reduced uh, mother-to-child uh, transmission, for example, to below 2%. So that's over half a million babies <laughs> born uh, without HIV. Uh, but there are challenges. There are still populations that are vulnerable, uh, particularly young women and girls, uh, children, who we need to continue to do more to ensure that they are, first of all, they know their status and then receive treatment. Uh, there are other communities uh, that uh, are the LGBTQI community, for example, under the uh, current circumstances with the Anti-Homosexuality Act, who feel, uh, some of them feel fear or concern about uh, accessing treatment. And we're all safer when everyone from whatever community, whatever population are actually going, finding out their status and receiving treatment to suppress their viral load and then by that means not spreading the virus to others. Okay, when we look at these uh, communities that are still facing these challenges, do, we have, do you have any programs for them specifically to help them out? Yes, well PEPFAR is actually a very inclusive program as a whole, so we work through uh, that overarching architecture with local implementing partners uh, across Uganda and have for many, many, many years. Uh, Uganda has really been a leader in getting that uh, treatment and those programs out uh, around the country. Uh, and so our focus in making, uh, reaching our goal, which is epidemic control, essentially having HIV completely under control by 2030. Uh, the goal in doing that, the best way is to reach as many people as possible and work as locally as we possibly can so that as many people uh, know their status, number one. Uh, secondly, that if they know their status, they're receiving treatment. And if they are receiving treatment, their viral load is lowered. Our goal is at 95% of everyone knows their status. 95% of those people have actually uh, received, begun to receive treatment and of the people receiving treatment, 95% or more have suppressed their viral load and are no longer spreading the virus. Okay, let's look at the next five to 20 years of paper, especially in developing countries like Uganda. Yes, no, I, I, we definitely have uh, accomplished a lot. 
again, the numbers I shared earlier with over 25 million lives saved here in Uganda, uh, 1.4 million uh, Ugandans receiving treatment. So I think in the first instance, recognizing what we've accomplished is important. Uh, but over the next five to seven years in particular, as we reach 2030, there is more work to be done. And that includes, again, getting uh, services out as far as we possibly can to the local level, uh, working with partners to be able to reach those particularly vulnerable communities, uh, ensuring people know their status, because once they know their status, uh, then the gateway to receiving treatment and to being able to live healthy lives uh, is open. One of the many issues that every country is looking at is the HIV vaccine. Do you have any plan of helping Ugandan sons develop a vaccine? Well, the, the great thing about PEPFAR, one of the great things about PEPFAR is a key element uh, has been working on research uh, and developing rapid testing kits, rap, uh, developing the antiretroviral medicines, etc. It's really been an alliance of uh, scientists, academia, uh, health institutions, government, even the private sector, pharmaceutical companies. And so uh, that same spirit, I, I'm optimistic, will eventually lead to uh, a vaccine and, and additional treatments and capability. Uh, we are supporting various efforts uh, to uh, research and develop uh, those tools, including vaccines. Uh, but there's, of course, more work to be done. But we hope that uh, there'll be good news on the uh, future horizon as soon as possible. Bringing in ARVs, but you buy them from already developed countries, yet Uganda also produces them. Don't you think it is high time to help local pharmaceutical companies to develop their own drugs? Yeah, we certainly want to ensure that there is as much access to these medicines as possible. Uh, there are, of course, quality uh, requirements that we need to make sure are met so that uh, the medicines do what they're supposed to do. Uh, but yes, our goal is to do it as low cost as we possibly can. Ensure, of course, we pay over half a billion dollars a year in PEPFAR programming just here in uh, Uganda. And a large portion of that money goes to antiretrovirals. So where we can find ways to be more efficient, uh, where we can develop capacity, local capacity, uh, we want to do so while maintaining, of course, access to quality medicines that are uh, have the efficacy and the impact that uh, will save lives. Okay. Recently, there's been an uncertainty of paper funding, especially in Uganda, given assurance to Ugandans, especially the HIV community, about this. Yes, yeah, so uh, when the Anti-Homosexuality Act uh, was passed in uh, May of this year. President Biden uh, was very clear that the United States would be looking at all of our uh, cooperation with Uganda, looking at the programs we have. Under U.S. law, we have to ensure that our assistance is provided without discrimination to anyone. Uh, and we're required to do that. And obviously this law, we have deep concerns about that it uh, discriminates against individuals, that it could prevent uh, individuals from accessing this life-saving support. Uh, we reviewed, uh, went through, there was a pause on our country operating plan uh, known as a COP. 
but eventually we have reached the conclusion that we will go forward with uh, the COP for the coming year, uh, which allows us to uh, continue spending the funds under PEPFAR. There will be uh, some redirection of funding to local organizations from uh, what we were originally funding with Government of Ugandan programs. Uh, we will redirect some of that funding, uh, but uh, we have uh, no desire uh, and intent whatsoever to limit access to these life-saving medicines uh, and uh, prevention efforts. So the program is continuing. Uh, individuals who are currently receiving uh, ARVs will continue to receive those through uh, the support of the United States government and the American people. And we are going to continue to work our, with our goal of saving Ugandan lives, uh, again, reaching epidemic control of this disease by 2030 uh, and reaching the 95-95-95 goals I mentioned earlier. Are there conditions attached to this? No, the program, as, as uh, PEPFAR has existed from the beginning, is anyone and everyone has access to this program. In fact, that's the principle, uh, not discriminating against anyone. So all Ugandans uh, who need support or who have a, a concern about their status uh, should get tested. Uh, and if they're tested, they should go uh, to any of the facilities that are supported through this program to receive the treatment that they uh, can get and then that they should continue to take those medicines every day uh, in direct uh, uh, application of of the guidance of how to use those medicines so that they, again, not only suppress their own viral load, they themselves are healthy, but they're also not passing it to children, loved ones, or anyone else, their partners. You said you, uh, this time, going to redirect some of the funds. Why? Well, we're obviously deeply concerned about, again, this legislation, uh, about its impact for having uh, increased Uh, harassment of the LGBTQI community, increased discrimination. Uh, unfortunately, people are in fear and fear of receiving and going even to get treatment. And so we want to uh, ensure that everyone, uh, whether they're from the LGBTQI community or any other community, uh, can go receive the treatment that they, uh, they need and do so freely, uh, do so safely do so without um, intimidation or harassment. And so our program, again, required by U.S. law, is designed to ensure that everyone has access without discrimination. Don't you think it is better for PEPFAR to work directly with Ministry of Health other than working with other organizations that are attached to the Ministry of Health? The program has been very successful worldwide uh, and here in Uganda by working with a range of partners. In fact, most of uh, the model, not only here in Uganda, but around the world, has been most efficiently and most effectively implemented with local, non-governmental partners, international institutions, and organizations. At the same time, of course, we do have a history of working not only with the Ministry of Health, but other entities of the Ugandan government, building that capacity so that the program can be sustainable long-term. But the models worked very, very well. And uh, again, we, we've achieved many things, but of course there's still some work to do. And we're gonna continue to do it with local partners as well as organizations and continue where uh, necessary uh, to work with any uh, governmental organizations who play key roles in preventing HIV and treating individuals who are HIV positive. 
and don't you think Ministry of Health will find it difficult to monitor these programs? No, I don't think so. Uh, again, our programs are implemented very transparently. Uh, we coordinate very, the, the country operating plan is presented to the Ministry of Health and to Ugandan government uh, institutions as it is in every country in which we operate. Uh, so there's full knowledge of the work that's being done and it has been uh, from the outset. So uh, it's really a question about being able to assure that uh, the money is being spent on activities that are discrimination free and for which uh, we are getting maximum impact for uh, the money invested. Well, as I mentioned, we are very committed to supporting the Ugandan people. We have been for more than 20 years uh, in this particular program of health uh, with PEPFAR, uh, but our relationship goes much longer than that. Over 60 years of working uh, here in Uganda uh, since independence for the prosperity and benefit of the Ugandan people. Uh, and that commitment is going to remain, uh, both in funding, uh, in capacity building, uh, in exchange. Uh, and we do need to always be as efficient as we possibly can, uh, as transparent as we possibly can, work as locally as we possibly can, because local organizations, local community-based approaches know the best of anyone where there are uh, populations that still may not know their status, uh, where there are individuals who are still don't have the information maybe to uh, receive and can keep up with their, with their treatment. So I, to make this sustainable long-term, I think we really have to continue to focus at that local level uh, to reach those 95, 95, 95 targets. Okay. A few months in Uganda, how do you find Uganda's health sector? Uh, I think in many ways it's it's really been a model of uh, the around the continent and uh, the capacity that has been built and strengthened over the years through PEPFAR has not only achieved the results I mentioned earlier. Uh, you know, 20 years ago, uh, infection rates were above 20%. Now they're a little above 5%. Uh, that capacity has not only helped achieve results like that, but we also saw during COVID and uh, the recent outbreak of Ebola, the ability to respond to epidemics, uh, that capacity, that institutionality uh, constructed through the PEPFAR program has also saved lives facing other uh, diseases and communicable risks. Okay, where do you think Uganda's health sector needs to improve? Well, as I mentioned, there are uh, continued populations that are still vulnerable, uh, particularly young women, uh, girls, children, uh, Getting those uh, communities uh, and those uh, individuals included into the program to the maximum extent possible will make everyone safer. Uh, continuing to develop the capabilities to work at the local level uh, also I think will help achieve uh, that access and then ultimately ensuring that everyone, regardless of their background, regardless of how they identify, is included in receiving this life-saving support. Now, there are so many preventive options that are on the market. Unfortunately, the Ministry of Health says it cannot, because of the budget, they cannot roll them out. For example, the vaginal, the vaginal ring, the um, injectable HIV, anti-HIV drug. Yes, they are already on the market, but they don't have funds to roll them out to everyone. Don't you think people needs to come in and help them out and fund these projects? Well, I mean, of course, we're going to help as much as we possibly can. We have our limits as well. Uh, programs uh, always implementing new uh, 
treatments or preventative measures have their own costs. Uh, we're always looking at what we can do uh, the most efficiently and most effectively. Ultimately, part of the PEPFAR program, not only here in Uganda, but around the world, is for countries like Uganda to take on a greater amount of responsibility uh, for uh, the citizens of the country and to invest in that health capacity. Uh, the American people have generously funded billions of dollars in this space and we'll continue to do as much as we possibly can but the long term uh, you know I think success will be determined by how much countries including Uganda can invest in the health of their own people okay what is your your message for World AIDS Day well above all we've accomplished very much there's still work to be done though uh, I think that's the the key message is while we recognize and I think we should all be grateful and uh, appreciative for the uh, work together to achieve hundreds of thousands of lives saved here in Uganda, millions of lives saved around the world. Uh, there are still, uh, there is still work to be done. And uh, together, uh, ensuring that everyone can have access to these uh, uh, benefits and these treatments and these prevention methods, as well as continued dedication to the science uh, and the uh, delivery of services, we can reach epidemic control, we can uh, cease to have HIV uh, and AIDS be a threat by 2030, and in that way, uh, well, the world will be a better place. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Sean. Pleasure. <laughs>